Hey, you guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. I know I had wanted to start a podcast for years and I just didn't know how to get started. Anchor made it so simple by giving me all the tools to record, edit, and even distribute my podcast across listening platforms like Apple and Spotify. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Even if you don't know what's going on or you have no idea where you're going, just keep trusting God. And if you're seeking the kingdom above all else, all of your needs will be provided for you. Hey you guys, welcome back to the channel. My name is Michaela, and today I'll be interviewing a very special guest. Her name is Samantha Vigneault, who I actually met on TikTok through our shared interests in ministry. Samantha's message for the world is largely about reframing the perspective we have on this time of singleness. It's not something to be ashamed of, and it's not something to waste away in either, because God actually has a divine purpose for you right now in this season too. Samantha's a great example and we talk a lot about her journey of learning to release control and really trust the plan that God has for her life, knowing that it's way better than any plan she might have had for her life. The overarching message is to really just use this time to pour into yourself in your dreams and goals, in your relationship with God, so that you are full and complete and prepared for when the next season is ready to come. And without further ado, let's get on to the episode. Just wanted to talk about your story and how you came to know Jesus, like if you always grew up that way or, you know, how that happened. And then where this passion for Christian singles developed, because I, I'm not single, but like I get so much out of your content even, and I just love it. And I wish that I would have had somebody in my life at the time that I was single that was speaking the messages that you are on TikTok and Instagram. I think it's amazing what you do. So I'd like to know where that passion started. Yeah, thank you so much for inviting me. I It's awesome the people you meet on TikTok and I love watching your content as well. And it's so fun, you know, becoming friends with other creators and um, influencers and um, like really encouraging each other and everything. So it's been fun. So I grew up Catholic actually. Okay. Um, so I, my, my parents are not religious. Um, but we do like my grandparents are Catholic. Like we grew up Catholic. Um, and so I made my communion and confirmation. And as a kid, I always felt a higher power but I didn't, I didn't understand like Christianity. It didn't really like speak to me, um, Catholicism. And like I said, my, I didn't grow up in like a religious household, but my, I have a wonderful family. Uh, my parents are great and I had a really good childhood. Um, but I always 
like I said, felt a higher power. And I actually did like going to church, but I would sometimes go with my grandparents and stuff like that. I was definitely that kid that, well, I started really like partying and stuff in high school. Okay. Um, and then I went to college and I just really was the, you know, person that went away to college, like went wild. Yeah. Um, Me too. Like, I feel bad. <laughs> yeah. I, our backgrounds are a little similar. I was watching some of your, your stuff and your testimony. Um, so yeah, I had the full like American college experience, like drank constantly, just like partied, um, like did whatever I wanted. And it's like scary looking back now, like I really was just like leading my own life, you know, looking back too was finding a lot of fulfillment in men. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of times when we don't have something else, it's like we're putting everything into either like having a boyfriend or having a crush or like a guy giving us attention or it wasn't until I graduated college and I was about 22. So I was working at the time and I was really doing a lot of searching on my own, like a lot of self-help books. Cause again, I always had this like spiritual, like I knew something was there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was searching and for all like these answers and how can I like help myself because I know like I am filled with anxiety. I'm filled with worry. I'm filled with like, why am I feeling this way? Like I felt kind of empty emptiness. Um, and then the guy I was with at the time, the guy I was in a really serious relationship with him. Um, I just like opened up with how I was feeling and everything. And he, we ended up going to the church that he grew up in. And so that was my first time at like a Christian church, oh. which Catholic is Christian, but it is different. So yeah. this is like a Christian denominational church. Okay, gotcha. So it's, yeah. it is kind of a big jump because it's, well, it's the same, you know, it's, you know, still Jesus and it's still the Bible. It's just a whole different um, approach to yeah. religion, I, I think. I think with Catholicism and orthodoxy, it's just, a, it's a little bit more about like the tradition and rituals, whereas like non-denominational is like more relationship centered than all of the religious components. Yes, that's a great way to explain it because that's exactly what it was at this church. I I just started to understand what it's like to have a personal relationship with Jesus yeah, and what that meant in the Holy spirit. And that immediately just like sucked me in. And I, that's when I truly met God. And it was really a a transition over time. Like I wasn't one of those people that was like, okay, my life is changed right now. Uh Um, but I knew that something was there and I just kept going. So I started going to church every Sunday and I really just, it set the foundation for my, my relationship. And that is really when I, when I turned to God. So I was about 22 and then my whole life was changed from there. Yeah. Yeah. And what you said makes me think too of, I remember when I first became a Christian, like I was still struggling and I still struggle with lots of things, Mm -hmm. obviously, but I was really struggling then of like, how do I just change all of this right away? How do I give this up, give this relationship up? 
And I had a woman in the church named Tammy that was really helping me with everything. She has no idea how much I talk about her, but Tammy, like, wow, that's <laughs> she really awesome. When I first became a Christian, and she said something to me that stuck where she goes, While salvation happened in a moment, sanctification happens over a lifetime. Wow. And so I really just learned like the closer you get to Jesus, the more these like the more you just naturally start to change. It doesn't, it's not like a forced thing. It's like over time, naturally, gradually just begin to grow out of all the interests that you had before. And like you said, you were, you were partying. I, I did the same thing. And, you know, you just keep trying to fill yourself, fill yourself, and you always end up still feeling depleted. So when you meet Jesus and you realize like, this is an eternal fulfillment right it makes you seek that way way more than the the temporary things that you know always left you feeling empty anyways Mm -hmm. yes it's so true and I just did a tiktok on this how people are turned off by religion because there's this set of rules and regulations and but when you really like know Jesus and start following him and having a personal relationship with him like you said, it's an over time, you slowly start to realize you want to start, you know, you want him to start leading your life and you want to start abiding by the things that the Bible lays out because yeah. you know, it's just him protecting you and guiding you. And it's his love for you because he cares for us so much that he doesn't want us to experience the misery of living in our flesh constantly but his grace is just so good because we aren't perfect and we're never going to be able to live up to this perfect human you know like he knows that we need his grace every single day and we're all flawed and we all make mistakes and just because we're saved doesn't mean that we're all of a sudden like perfect um but it's just something to strive to be like christ yeah so how did that journey unfold so so you were 22 and then you started going to church and mm-hmm. you were in a relationship at this time. Um, so how did your life begin to change? Like what, what did that process look like once you did start going to church? Yeah, so I really just started understanding and everything about God. I just started the church I was going to really talk to us about the importance of reading the Bible for ourselves because a lot of Christians don't read the Bible. (laughs) Yeah. They have no idea what they believe in. Right. And it is so, I just love the Bible because it's so real. Um, Like these people are like messed up people. They're just (laughs) like us. And a lot of times they're worse, you know, (laughs) like when you really start reading it, you're like, whoa, this is this action pack. It's really interesting. And so I just started learning about God and learning about the Bible and reading the Bible myself and just day by day, like learning more about him. I started listening to a lot of like online preachers and stuff like that too but then the relationship I was in didn't work out and that was a big thing for me in my 20s is I had this like a lot of women we have this plan for our life we're gonna get married we're gonna have kids we're gonna have everything all of that (laughs) before the age of 30 
Um, and preferably a lot of women want that like in their early twenties. Like that's when I want, I was ready to get married. I was ready to have kids. I was ready to do all of that. Mm-hmm. And really, you know, it's funny because well, it's not funny, but it's interesting because I had my entire life like planned out. But when I gave my life to Christ, he really showed me like, look, you may have everything planned out, but that's not my plan for you. Oh, I have a different wow. plan. <laughs> and that was my 20s after that from the time I was 22 till pretty much 29 years old like God really worked on me with control okay like turning over my every all my wants all my needs and everything to his plan and really him getting me to understand like his plan is going to be is better than mine yeah. Like yeah. I know the desires of your heart. I'm going to give that to you one day. Um, but I have some work we got to do like with just you right now before all of that. So anyway, so that was a big thing for me is really I spent a lot of time in my 20s just alone with God. Like what like through breakups, through and you know, dating different people, through just mm-hmm a lot of that time on my own, just really in like the secret place with, with Jesus and really building that personal relationship and him just like pouring into me. And that's what this year has been really a year of like, okay, we did enough pouring into you. Now we're going to step out and, you know, pour into other people. Uh, yeah, I feel that I, I can see that coming from you. Cause I can tell when you're filming and you're putting up these videos, like it's not memorized. Like you don't have to like script it. It's literally just like flowing out of your heart. Like you can tell that you've really spent time with God. Oh, thank you. And yeah, I, I did spend a lot. I mean, I still, I I do think it's important that we always carve time out um, to just be like in his presence, but yeah, they, it took me through. And that's why I'm saying like a lot of people when you're just saved, think it's like a night and day thing, but it definitely was a good, like six years probably where it was just like me and him and me learning like all about him and just being really hungry for mm-hmm. his presence and understanding more and just getting myself right before helping other people. Yeah. I found my husband really like really shortly after coming to Jesus. And, you know, like I look back now and I wish I, I would have cherished that time being single more because I've said it in other videos, just that God was doing so much and he was revealing so much. And I was learning like really, yeah, how to be fully dependent on him. And when you get married, it's not that everything changes, but yeah, pretty much everything changes. I think you posted a video the other day about how when you're single, your concerns can be for the kingdom and for the Lord. And then as soon as you're married, your concerns are for serving this spouse. And in turn, that is like serving Jesus, serving each other. So I jumped right from one to the next really quick. So now I'm in the learning to serve my my spouse phase of this whole thing. Yeah, and that is that is beautiful too, because God is a different plan for each one of us, you know? And uh, really my message is like marriage is such a beautiful thing. I desire marriage one day and I know that if you have that desire, I believe that God does have someone for you. 
um, in his timing. But I think the culture today has really painted this depressing picture of singles. Mm. Um, Like even with the movies and TV, like the single person's always painted as like depressed, like lonely, like not happy until they find a spouse. And, uh, you know, like going out all the time, like friends with benefits, like always having to do all of these like worldly things. And, and I just realized like, that's not true. I'm not, I'm not believing that anymore. Cause I got sucked into that too. Like, oh my gosh, I don't have a husband. I don't get like, I'm supposed to be like, what am I doing with my, and I, and I've just been telling myself, like, I'm not believing that lie anymore. I'm like done with that. And I'm really, uh, my mission is to really like transform the way like singles view themselves. Like this is a time that is so like precious that we should be embracing. Uh, And then also people that aren't single, like viewing single people in a better light too, because you often find like family and friends, like you feel bad for Like, it's just, I even too, like you end up feeling bad for like the single one. (laughs) Like awkward at Thanksgiving when it doesn't have to be. Right. It's like, no, that's a, a, it can be a beautiful time in your life if you only take the time to really better yourself, understand yourself, seek God. But a lot of people don't do that. So then it could, it can be a, a end up lonely. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I think the devil, he'll, he'll use anything like anything to make us think that whatever we have right now isn't enough and we need to be seeking somewhere else. So whether you're single or you are married, it's like, he's got a different strategy for both ball grounds. And when you're single, you think a lot of people think like, well, as soon as I have that husband or that family, everything's going to be better. Like this, that, and the other, I'm not going to struggle with. Like they think that that's going to be the thing that fills them. And then as soon as they're married, it's like, oh, now Satan's whispering about all these other things. And now right. the, the common denominator is, is pulling close to Jesus, regardless of the season that you're yeah. in, so that you hear more of his voice and less of the devil's voice. Yes, that's a really good way to put it. Yeah. And you brought up a really good point is with, with the lies that we've believed from the enemy and that the world created surrounding singleness, it has caused a lot of us to date out of desperation. Mm. And lower our standards, basically, because we are just scared of being alone. And really, I've made that mistake before too, um, gotten myself into situations I shouldn't be because or not gotten out of a relationship quick enough because I was scared to go back to being single or scared to be alone. Um, but it's so much better to be on your own and seeking God and really devoting yourself to him because then he's really like building us up and preparing us for the right person and just it's the hardest part is though having the faith to walk in the unknown and wait on the right person. Yes. Yeah. And that takes the Holy Spirit. That takes constant presence, constant uh, work to be in the presence of God. Yeah. And then when you are looking for that right person, I'm curious, like, 
what are your, I don't know if this is too personal, but how, how are you going about meeting new people and filtering potential spouses? Well, I was, I did uh, try like a couple like dating apps before. And I know like a lot of people have certain opinions, like dating apps are bad or dating apps, everyone has their own opinion, but I did try them for a little bit and I met some good guys on there, but none of them led to anything. And I just early this year, I just told myself and I really felt it in my heart with God that I needed to take a break from that Mm -hmm. (laughs) and just really wait on God and meet someone organically. And I'm not saying I will, I don't know, maybe I will one day go back on. Um, But right now I feel like I will, I just feel like I'm being called to just work on myself, work on this ministry that I'm uh, getting up and running and then someone will just come along and I I'm trying to also get to the point where I'm not like looking all the time that it reminds yeah. me of that TikTok where you know people have their like tape over their eyes have you seen that like no oh there's a funny trend going on where people are saying your friends tell you when you're not looking that a spouse will come so they're uh-huh. putting like tape over their eyes or whatever oh, <laughs> But I am, I am working on that. Like, um, yeah. um, the right man will pursue me and find me. Yes. So I've yeah. been just trusting God with that. And and you're putting yourself out there, like, online for sure. So your reach is going far and wide. So you never know. You you just never know. Yeah. You might see your content. And yeah. but I also hear your point of like, okay, but that's not the reason that you're doing these things. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're building your ministry and you're working on yourself and deep down, it's like, you know, like you want this, but for yeah. that not to be the full focus. Exactly. Exactly. I know I'm, I'm helping people and I want to help, like you said at the beginning of our meeting, I want to help the person that was in the same situation as me a few years ago, um, like feeling lost or feeling hopeless after a breakup or like stuff like that. Uh, but yes, I'm totally open to whatever God has for me. Like if he, if there's like someone I meet through what I'm doing, like that's amazing, you know? So, um, I'm open to whatever, whatever God wants to bring into my life. So what exactly is your goal with, with the ministry that you're starting? I know you're, you're really like putting in the work on TikTok. I see that. And with Instagram, and you said you're going to start a podcast. I'd be curious to know what this is going to look like if if you have a plan for that. Uh, yep, I just started randomly like running after TikTok. I took a ministry school at my church for the last year. Okay. Um, so it really helped us kind of evaluate what uh, sphere or you know sphere of influence we should be working in. And I really felt called to like social media and yeah, podcasting and stuff like that. Um, so that's where I got the idea to start a TikTok. So I really just started going after that. And then I have been getting a little into Instagram. I'm not like used to Instagram yet. So I don't really have like many followers or anything on there yet. But I am trying to, I, I don't want to put like all my eggs in one basket. So I'm trying to yeah. expand that there and get more comfortable there. Instagram um, is hard. Instagram is, is hard to organically grow. I am putting in that work and it's just nothing like TikTok. 
Yes, it is hard. It is hard. And then you end up knowing a lot of, it's more like your friends and family and stuff like that on Instagram. But yes, God's been putting on my heart to start a podcast. And uh, right now in this season to continue speaking to single people, encouraging single people and getting us to think about it differently, like really embracing this time to use it as a time to, you know, run after your goals, whether it be like in business or ministry or school, whatever it is, but really just like pouring into yourself, seeking God and using it as a time of like preparation. So that's what I was thinking of uh, with doing with the podcast in the future. I know that seasons of life change and it could expand into other topics. So I'm trying not to be too uh, like niche with my focus. Either. So I'm going to work in through that. How can people uh, find you and stay connected with you? Yeah. So follow me at Samantha Vigneau, V-I-G-N-E-A-U on TikTok and Instagram. Yes. That's and Instagram. <laughs> yes. And please Instagram. I need help with my Instagram yes. followers. So definitely, <laughs> definitely on Instagram. I want to know if there's anything else on your heart to be at singles or, you know, women or believers in general, there's any final word of advice from you? I guess I would say for single people to just really try your best to embrace this season and to seek God and continue seeking his word, his presence, and really just enjoying this time that you have with just him. Because I remember I was just in uh, service the other day and I, I go to church alone quite a bit. And I've met I've met people through church, but the church I attend now, I started attending alone. I go on Sundays alone. And at first I was like, oh, this is kind of like sad that I go alone. But now I'm looking at it so differently. Like I know when I have a family and everything, like I'm going to look back and be like, that was so like peaceful and so (laughs) amazing when I could just go to service by myself and just feel his presence and only focus on God and the message and the worship. And it's just such a, it's a time where we really do have to like consciously look for all the beauty in the season because so often the world is telling us something different. Like we need to find a spouse. We need to be doing this. We need to be doing that. But there's so much beauty and just, really discovering your passion and hearing from God, hearing where he wants you to go, hearing what he wants you to do in the earth and focusing on healing and just take the time to really enjoy the now and not worry about the future. Even if you don't know what's going on or you have no idea where you're going, just keep trusting God. And if you're seeking the kingdom above all else, all of your needs will be provided for you. There's nothing to worry about. There's nothing to be concerned about because literally everything will be provided for you when you're seeking God above all else. So trust it and just know that when you're in the unknown and you have no clue what's happening or why something's happening, like you don't need to understand why God's got you and he's leading you and establishing your steps. (laughs) 